0: This podcast is brought to you by Emily Now. Do you know what your business is worth? Do you know what it should be worth with it was maximizing its potential? Emily Now is an easy-to-use online business valuation platform that can instantly help you understand what your business is worth today and what it could be worth tomorrow. Entrepreneurs are using Emily Now on a weekly and monthly basis to ensure that they are building a profitable and valuable business. Try Emily Now for free by visiting mlenow.com. Emily now leading provider of instant online business valuations. All right, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that this is a topic that I talk about all the time and it drives entrepreneurs crazy, but we're going to crack it anyway. So stay tuned while I talk about cash and the lack thereof. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher. This is my podcast where I take a couple of minutes out of my week to share some of the things that I'm thinking about in hopes that other entrepreneurs who are busy running businesses have something that they can um, associate with or maybe I'm a voice that talks about the things that they're getting frustrated with, and uh, that's because I'm responsible for a portfolio of businesses, and I come across all the same challenges that I'm sure every entrepreneur comes across. I'm currently running a startup, as well as managing operating businesses that have great teams in place. But nonetheless, every day, we get up, and we try to figure out how to do a better job. And this podcast is my opportunity to talk out loud about some of the things that I'm thinking about in, uh, in hopes that it resonates with an entrepreneur out there who's trying to run a business and do the best job that they know how to do. So this week, I'm talking about how lack of cash is a symptom and not a problem. And I know there's a lot of eye-rolling that happens, certainly when I speak with entrepreneurs, this topic drives them crazy because it raises so many more questions than it does uh, answers. But I'm going to try and break into it here over the next couple of minutes. But before I begin, you see that crazy Facebook outage today? Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, I guess just a reminder... As an entrepreneur that when you've got systems in place, I know in one of our businesses, I was trying to figure out how to get just the internet to work today. For some reason, I spent an hour trying to just help our team get back online because everything we do is online and, and we forget how much we depend on these services to run our business or to manage and to make our businesses work. But it does beg the question, how much do you rely on these systems and what do you do when they go down? I was thinking about running some Facebook ads today, as it turns out. And this was like a good reminder that maybe I just need to reconsider that strategy or if I'm going to use it, that it can only be one of many strategies. And I know there's someone listening to this that understands internet marketing and, and they're and they're they're saying, Dylan, of course you need multiple strategies, not just one, not just Facebook. You need to be using other stuff. So anyway, I don't know if you caught that today, but it did get me thinking that I gotta maybe rethink some of the things and some of the marketing initiatives that we're using. Uh, to get our message out to the marketplace. So anyway, that's a long way from lack of cash being a symptom and not a problem. So let me get into it. Here's what I've learned over over the years, and it's not to suggest that I'm correct or that I'm right. It's just how I've come to understand how life works. Anytime I'm out of cash, it's usually uh, at an intersection where all of the decisions leading up to that intersection have already been made. So maybe I didn't plan my cash properly. Maybe I decided to invest in a strategy or an initiative, but I didn't have the money to do it. And I thought somewhere along the line, ah, you know, we're going to do this thing and the money's just going to come and it'll be great. So there's always that balance as an entrepreneur between taking a risk, uh, stepping out in faith, trying to do something without necessarily knowing that there's something there to catch you. When it comes to cash, however, every time I see or I feel like I'm up against the wall and there is a lack of cash, it's usually because I've gotten ahead of my skis a little bit. So I think the rule applies whether you're growing a business or if your business isn't growing and you're just using your cash to try and survive, it all points to the same thing, which is it's a symptom, not a problem. The problem is actually further back. By the time you go through the intersection of not having cash, you already passed through a lot of left hand turns that you could have taken at any time to try and correct the problem. So, nothing I've just said is incredibly genius. I get that as an entrepreneur, you might be going, "Dylan, yeah, great. Welcome to my party, man. I don't have any cash or I'm trying to grow and I can't find investors or the bank won't approve me or I have no cash and we're just trying to like survive and hang on." And so, I think again, this is my personality, so I don't know how this works for you, but for me, it's a function of just saying, look, let's take the punch in the face right now. If we don't have the cash and we're trying to do a bunch of things, maybe let's just revisit what we're doing and get creative as to how we're gonna get over this hurdle. Maybe in the worst case scenario, maybe we get on the phone with the government or we get on the phone with our vendors and we start having hard conversations about what we think is gonna happen and then we try to plan our resources accordingly and we just communicate and keep people informed Generally speaking, uh, that goes a long way if you're in a corner. Now, if you're trying to grow and you don't have any cash, because that is also a classic, classic um, symptom of a problem, it it means that you didn't anticipate what you needed the cash for, or you started growing, undertook some initiatives, which kind of usually looks like hiring people. So your payroll is what ends up increasing. And because um, your payroll's gone up, now you've got. Like payroll tax that's due, and you got to probably buy some computers and some supplies or some other things for this person. So you are you're in quotes. You're saying you're going to grow, but maybe you haven't gotten the resources to do that yet. And I know um, what this looked like actually in in one of my businesses. And so uh, we're looking to grow. We're looking to figure out how to create some consistency in our revenue by looking for new customers, but we couldn't afford to add another body. Onto payroll to help with this, because it just seemed like that wouldn't be fair to the person we brought on, even if we brought them on in a part-time capacity, that that may not have been the best decision. So what I decided to do is I decided to run some Google campaigns for a month or two, just to see if we could increase the visibility of our business at a lower cost than what it would be if we brought on uh, an individual to come and work for us. And then, because of my personality, I can get pretty nerdy and into the weeds on details. I really micromanaged those Google results. And I was constantly checking our negative keywords every day, just making sure that that our ads were being shown to the right people. And then, because our ad was a telephone uh, campaign, as opposed to fill out a form and come to our website, it was really just click to call. Um, I would really micromanage all those phone calls. And then, as I saw that we were getting customers and we were getting business, I kind of had a little sheet of paper over, over to the side of my desk, and I was just tallying up how much money we had made over the couple months that we ran this experiment until I could see that, you know what, the profit we've made on all the business that our little Google ad campaign generated for us now has put us in a position to hire someone at more than minimum wage to now start making phone calls to prospective clients. And so here we are, what are we, March, April, May, June, July, August, so like seven or eight months later, we now not only have a Google strategy, making sure that we are visible out on the internet, but we also have a new person on our team who is introducing us to new people that we would have never met otherwise, and using our CRM system to keep keep us updated and keep us in front of that prospect. And between those two strategies, we've grown our business, and we were able to do it without taking on any leverage, without taking on any new capital, without having to stretch out our suppliers. We just sort of found a way to make it work. Now, it's not like rocket ship growth, but it's growth nonetheless, <clears throat> because I believe A business is either moving forward or it's moving backwards, and if it finds that it's looking the same every day, it's closer to moving backwards than it is to moving forward. And so, a couple things there just to consider. You know, if you think that um, cash—if you think that cash is the problem—then I would challenge you strongly just to reconsider that. I'm not. I wouldn't suggest that cash isn't a problem. Like today, I get it. Maybe you have payroll next week and you literally don't have the cash. But as as you get through that moment of crisis you should be thinking about, okay, where did I get ahead of my skis? Where did I miss the mark? And am I delusional? Am I delusional in thinking that what I'm doing is actually going to produce the result that I need it to produce? Because if I'm being delusional, then I'm not being fair to the people on my team. Probably not being fair to myself because I still got to be able to sleep at night and wake up in the morning and be fully functional. So if there are hard decisions to make, I need to make them right now. So that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about that as I uh, sort of listen to some of the, the folks I know that are sending me over their business valuations to take a look at through M-L-E-N-O-W.com. That's emilynow.com. And this theme just keeps emerging that many small businesses seem to never have enough cash. And I think that's just part of what we sign up for when we start a business. But I don't think it has to be as painful As it otherwise would be, with uh, just a little bit of thought and care put into what is it I'm trying to do, is that the only way I can do it. And I've always got this test I use because I'm I'm an A-type personality, seem to have an idea a minute. I run this kind of all my ideas through this filter of, you know, if I wake up tomorrow, I still feel as excited about it. I wake up the next day and I still feel as excited about it, then. There's probably something there, but what I have found is that for every 10 ideas that I have, I rarely wake up the next morning and have all 10 of them feel exactly as they did when I first thought them up. In fact, it's usually like one or two ideas, and then the other ones I just sort of put on that mental shelf. And when something else happens, they seem to come off the shelf and then connect at a better point in time. So maybe you just need some way to test yourself. Maybe you just need to say, I'm really excited today. I'm trying to problem solve today. So I got all these great ideas today, but give yourself a few days just to process it. The truth is nothing's really going to change in 48 hours in your business, but by giving yourself a little bit of time to think through the idea, you might end up discovering there are better ways of doing it that don't put your doesn't put your business in the same position. So Lack of cash, symptom, not a problem, doesn't help you in the moment, but as you get through the moment, you can become a better and better entrepreneur by thinking through what do we need cash for, whether to grow or solve our problems, and what are the strategic ways that we can do that, what are the creative ways that we can do that, and if you ever want to push some ideas around get a hold of me. Send me a message through LinkedIn or email. I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. And I'd be happy to sort of share with you some strategies and, and things that have worked for me in and, and hopes that maybe they'll work for your business. So uh, if you like the podcast, if this was meaningful in any kind of way, make sure to subscribe, like, share, Uh, Interact with it in some way because when you do that, it sends up little signals into the internet that there's some content here that maybe other entrepreneurs might find helpful. So I really do appreciate you tuning in. I always enjoy the comments that I receive after a podcast episode gets published because sometimes I think it's just sort of time and place. Uh, People will say, you know, I heard that podcast that you put out and I just happen to be dealing with that thing you were talking about that day. So thanks very much for doing that. And here's my question. So reach out to me. Always uh, I do this podcast so that I can meet new entrepreneurs, so I can express my opinion on things that I'm learning about in hopes that ultimately it's going to help more entrepreneurs get to wherever it is they're going. So thanks for tuning in. Please make sure to download the next episode.